Girlfriend, here is your show. Girlfriended, your chance to connect with other women, especially the woman that is most overlooked, yourself. Girlfriended is all about helping you become self-aware, not self-involved. The aim is to provide information that relates to life, which leads to real connections and results in a desire to connect or care for those in need. The Girlfriended principle was born out of loss. Patty's mother was murdered, and Lisa lost her mother to cancer. This forged a bond between them that nothing could shake. And now the women want to help you in more ways than you can count every day. From the website, GirlfriendIt.com, and the movement, GirlfriendIt, here are Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan on Toginet.com. Well, what are you devoted to? Well, when I hear that question, I know that the obvious and the right answer is I should say I'm truly devoted to my faith and my family, which I am. But I think that we need to go and and truly get real today with the things that truly capture our attention and our time. And, you know, and sometimes that's going to take us in the good, the bad, and the ugly zone. Yes, it definitely will. And let's dive into that today and see what surfaces. Well, before we get too far into our show, you are listening to Girlfriend at Radio with Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan, where we rally you to do the remarkable. <clears throat> Excuse me, I am so sorry. <laughs> I, I have a problem. I was wondering when you were going to clear that thing. Okay, to do the remarkable through resources and relationships. And we're going to have more information about today's show and other tips and tricks on our website at girlfriendit.com. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Well, as we said, we were going to be diving right in. Let's just talk about, you know, our culture today. We, we definitely have a culture of ADHD when it comes to devotion to a cause or to people. Um, just basically the devotion that is lacking in our culture, uh, in our commitment. Uh, we move on too quickly. It affects jobs. It affects relationships. And, uh, you know, I love the younger generation, and you can look at all the incredible things that the millennials are bringing to the table. But um, on the other hand, you also see this lack of devotion of having that commitment, even in when we put on like events where you'll ask, hey, are you going to show up Friday night? And it might be Wednesday. (laughs) And it's like, well, I... I got to I got to just figure out my calendar and see what I have going on. And it it makes me laugh cuz basically what it is, I got to commit to whatever is going to be the best thing out there. I don't know if I can devote my time to this unless I know that that will be the best thing for me. Well, and don't you think Patty that sometimes with the devotion, it's like um Another word that we tend to associate with it that we don't like means sacrifice. So I have to sacrifice something to truly be devoted to to something else. So I have to say no to this thing to say yes to that. And we like to keep all our options open. And we don't want to say no to something that, you know, is conflicting within us. And, And yet to truly be devoted to whether it's a relationship or whether it's a cause means that we, we do have to sacrifice our, our time and our energy and, and our resources to say yes to something. And that's where, that's where we have that, that tension inside because we want to do it all. And a lot of times we think we can do it all. And yet um, that devotion word, it, it, it is like you said, it, it's becoming, it's so much harder to get somebody to say, yes, I'm with you wholeheartedly, completely. I'm not just like dabbling in this. I'm really devoted to, to this cause, to this relationship, to this 
ministry to whatever we're doing. And so it, it does. It's, um, it's, it's hard. It's hard to find people. And, and then we have to look at ourselves and go ask ourselves a question. How devoted really am I? Is well, this I, just- I remember, I don't know, it was probably 14 years ago, you and I were having a conversation and you said, sometimes friendships take a lot of sacrifice. <laughs> I remember thinking, well, why, why do you have to sacrifice in friendships? And then, of course, you started pointing out all the different things that you sacrifice. But I had never labeled it that way. But it really is about the sacrifice that, yes, maybe you do have to take a phone call at 3 o'clock in the morning during a, a crisis. Or maybe you do have to go pick someone up at the airport. You just don't think of it that way because you're devoted to that person and you'll do you know whatever it takes. But you're right. I think we, we live in a culture where um, we're not completely devoted to the point that if something, if we're embarrassed by something we said or something we did, we just hop onto the next group and we don't have those strings and that foundation that's buried there to go, no, I'm, I'm going to stick with this. Well, and, and it reminds me of a story that we had, I, I remember several years ago, when we were starting our ministry, Girlfriends Unlimited, and, and we wanted to do a video. And we we're like, okay, we're going to capture this. It's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be unique. And we thought, what better place to go film this video to kind of give the analogy of, of this movement we are creating than, than going to an amusement park and getting on a roller coaster? Because we wanted to say, you know, this is going to be a wild ride. We want you to get on board with us, you know, hands in the air, you know, your hair waving in the breeze. And so we thought, okay, let's film this on a roller coaster to give the visual of that. And so there, uh, there is an, um, an, an amusement park kind of thing, like a roller coaster place here in, in, uh, in Arizona. And we thought, okay, let's go there and film it. And we'll get a guy that is a professional, you know, videographer that can take us and we'll get our team and we'll get on this roller coaster. And I remember one of our team members, you know, you and me just go, we can just go do it. And, and, you know, we'll just figure it out as we go, which is a great thing. And, and that's a challenging thing. And to those that want to follow by all the rules, we drive them crazy. And they but, need a strategy. Um, yeah. Yeah. So we had one team member that just thought, okay, we need to go get permission and we need to do that. And so she came back going, they'll need to close the, the park and it's going to cost $800 to get this film. And we're like, well, why wouldn't this guy just stand on the side of the roller coaster and get our picture as we're doing it? Why do we need to pay $800 and close the whole park down? And I, I just never forget, because in our mind, that just seems so logical. And I just remember her coming back to us and going, well, how devoted are you? You're not willing to pay $800 to make this video. And I remember we're thinking, there is no question in our mind how devoted we were. We were salivating and making this thing happen. But in our mind, and, and even till today, it's like, we will figure it out and figure out the resources where we don't have to, you know, you'll figure out how to make something happen, even when the obstacles are presented in front of you, because it wasn't an option for us to be able to pay that money at the time. And all that was involved in closing down a theme park. And it was like, no, we'll figure this out. We'll, you know, we'll do what it takes to make it happen. And we'll pull from our resources and, and creativity. And sometimes when you're really devoted to something and you have like, uh, an obstacle or a challenge, it makes you be more creative and, and what you are truly committed to. But I'll never forget that story. And it really has kind of stayed with us as far as, okay, figure it out. And we, and we, we try to do that. 
it's helped us. It's been a huge tip in our, in our life and, and just doing ministry that, um, you know, you, we always hear, Oh, stand for what you believe in, even if, you know, you have to sacrifice or be willing to sacrifice. And yeah, you, you want all those things, but you also want, like you said, to be resourceful and you want to know, um, to make smart decisions and just you're praying all the time for God's discernment as well. And for that wisdom, or you can go crazy with always jumping in because, Oh my gosh, this is my cause. I'm devoted to this. And then you're all over the place rather than just focusing. So it's, it's helped us to, and you know, we can go back and go, okay, is this another roller coaster scenario <laughs> where yes. um, we need to really pray and think this through before you're all of a sudden just dumping money into something that you're going to have the same outcome if you were to do something else. And, and I think too, um, that, you know, that would be a tip to stand for what you believe in, even if, if you need to, um, have to sacrifice and be willing to sacrifice, but also true devotion cannot be faked. Like you believe in it so much that you, you are willing to do sacrifice, but yet be resourceful and use the wisdom that God's given you. But, um, so many times we get on this, you know, hands up in the air, like the roller coaster ride and we're in it for the ride, but it's easy to start faking it because, um, we're just, we start going through the motions of it just being so daily. And I know just the other night when um, I was asked to speak at a Bible study and I, I actually called you as I was sitting in my car, um, just to wanted to hear your voice and go, hey, I am sitting here with that. Why am I doing this exactly? Why am I spending a night going, you know, through these motions? And and that's when you you really, once again, you're, you're just praying going, okay, God, I want to be, I want this heart check. I want to be going here in, with a pure heart. I want to be all in and you have to go, why am I doing what I'm doing? Because otherwise you do just go through the motions because life is so daily and it becomes habitual. Well, and I, and there's a couple of things just as we, as we prepare for, because we're having Aaron Chambers coming on and joining us next, which he just wrote a, a new book called Devoted. And we're going to really kind of go into that, but you know, it got us thinking about the word devoted and what does that look like? And, and even taking, um, just kind of inventory of your life and what are the things that you're maybe half-heartedly devoted to that you either need to go, I need to change that and truly engage with my whole heart, or I need to delete that because I'm not really truly devoted to it. So like either simplifying your life and then pouring into the things that really do matter to you. And really when you identify those things that really do matter, giving with your whole heart. And then when you're on that journey of being devoted um, a lot of times we're dictated by our feelings and it's like, you know, you get up and like, I don't really feel like doing that or, and we allow our feelings to kind of shift with the wind and, and dictate how devoted we really are to something. And that's one of the things you, it's a challenge to overcome is I, I'm not going to let my feelings that just because I don't feel like doing this, you know, whether like for me, it's exercise, you know, as we've had this conversation so many times, I never feel like exercising because I don't get that. What is it? The endorphin release, whatever. I don't get that like you do and you love it. And it's like, I don't, I just feel tired when I'm done, but I know that it's good and I know I need to do it and I need to push myself 
And if I just went with my feelings, I would never ever do it. And I know that's opposite for you, but <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, it, it's, but it, it is, it, we allow our feelings to dictate our devotion so many times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, no, well, we, and we, we're going to wind down because we only have, we have less than a minute um, before we're going to go take a quick break. And so we want to challenge you with this question today as we, as we uh, bring on our next guest, Aaron Chambers, after the break. But how devoted are you to that cause, to the, that relationship, to that ministry that you're involved in right now? And kind of look on a scale of one to 10, where are you in your devotion to that? And what maybe do you need to do to get either more devoted, or maybe you need to take it off your plate. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with author Aaron Chambers and his new book, Devoted. This is Girlfriended on Togginap. Don't forget to tell your friends to check it out on Girlfriended.com. It's time to discover it, connect it, propel it, Girlfriend it. And we'll be right back with more Girlfriended Radio right after these. My husband and I were in youth ministry and knew nothing about church planning. But as we felt God leading us to start a new church, we were connected with Stadia. They gave us coaching and personal care, giving us the confidence that we needed. They even have a ministry called Bloom that's designed to support me as a lead planner spouse. We now lead a church in Cleveland, Ohio that's transforming lives, and we couldn't have done it without Stadia. Stadia brings people and churches together to transform lives and communities through church planting. For more information, go to stadia.cc. Okay, we will. We're going to teach you how to tell your money where to go. It's Intelligent Investing with Pam Otten on Toginet. Learn how to be a savvy investor from someone who has your best interest at heart. Pam Otten is a financial advisor who loves to help successful business owners and entrepreneurs understand the mysteries of the investment world. And she's not afraid to share that knowledge. Pam is an unashamed Christian and qualified kingdom advisor, which means she's trained and committed to integrating biblical principles into her financial advice. Pam believes investing isn't rocket science. This is the financial advisor who's in your corner and truly understands and cares about you and helping you achieve your goals. Securities and advisory services are offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. It's Intelligent Investing with Pam Otten on Toginet. Welcome back to Girlfriended Radio. A chance for you to let your hair down, curl up with a mug of whatever you love, and have some nice girl talk. It's Girlfriended, the radio show on toginet.com. And now back to the show with your hosts, Patty and Lisa. Joining us now is our special guest, Aaron Chambers, author of Exponential and Devoted. Aaron is the lead minister of Journey Christian Church in Greenlee, Colorado. He is also an adjunct professor at Florida Christian College editor and blogger for the Christian Standard, 
president and founder of Tri Life Inc. He's also, I, I tell you, in his spare time, a triathlete and inspirational speaker who speaks to thousands of people each year. And he is the executive producer and on-air host of the primetime TV program, Enjoy the Journey with Aaron Chambers. And last but not least, yet first priority in his life, he is husband and also a father of four beautiful kids. Welcome, Aaron, to the show today. Hey, how you doing? We are doing great. And I, I have to tell you, Aaron, we're looking at, at all the things that you have going on, and it just makes me want to go read a book. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm also a dancer. That you didn't you didn't mention that I'm an exceptional dancer, and uh, so I'm kind of hurt that you guys didn't point that out. Yeah, yeah, that was for our next intro after the commercial. Just so you know, okay? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, our sound engineer wants to see you bust a move. I'm just saying. <laughs> all right, there you go. <laughs> well, you have recently um, wrote a book called Devoted, and um, last time we talked to you on the show, you had just finished um, writing another one, and we had such a great time talking about um, that book, so we're, we're keeping our listeners leaning in to go, okay, what's your new one, and what was the last one? So tell us about both of these books that you've recently um, written, and is it written or wrote? That was really grammatically. Written. No, it was good. Written was it good. It was good. Okay. Um, yeah. So tell us why you decided to write this and a little bit more about this book that you have coming out this month, right? Yeah, it, it came out uh, last week, and it's being released by um, a joint effort between Nav Press and Tyndale Publishing House, and it's entitled Devoted. And where it came from was a, we're, our church, like, you know, Thankfully, you know, a lot of churches around the country, our church is growing. And as we've been growing, we've uh, – the book that I mentioned – the book I was uh, – when I talked to you last time, I, the book had just come out was Eats with Sinners. And we've been implementing Eats with Sinners for the past few years at, at our church here in Colorado and seeing God do incredible things and seeing just a lot of people come to Christ. And I mean, just in baptisms alone last year, we had over 200 baptisms. Wow. And so we've seen God just do some incredible things. So – Okay, so what do you offer your people when they come to Christ um, and they're excited and they're they're passionate? What do you offer them? Well, what we found, um, what I found, is that uh, most churches, if they offer people anything, they offer them a plan, and that's all well and good. I mean, we have plans too, but um, I started thinking, what if we're getting it wrong? You know, what if it's what if it's not about a plan? What if it's about a relationship? And so, as I started studying this, I realized that. Uh, a lot of things. One of the things I realized was that when, when Peter was preparing to begin arguably the greatest act of discipleship in starting the church, um, Jesus asked him three questions. He asked him, do you love me? Uh, yes, Lord, you know I love you. Well, feed my sheep. Do you love me? Yes, Lord, you know I love you. Well, feed my lambs. Do you love me? And he got offended. He's like, yes, Lord, you know I love you. He goes like, well, feed my sheep. And, and he didn't ask him, are you tithing? Are you going to synagogue, Peter? Are you, uh, have you volunteered for a mission trip to Mexico? No, he asked him, do you love me? And I, I wondered, I was convicted by that because I realized that I ask people, I've asked people thousands of times, do you believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God? And I still do, I'm going to. Um, but I, I have never publicly asked somebody, uh, do you love Jesus Christ? And, and so what happened is it started me on this journey. What would happen if, we, if there was a new paradigm for making disciples, which was loving Jesus. Now, we're not getting rid of the plans, um, but what we do 
is in Devoted is I, I lay out um, a challenge. Take, take 40 days, whether you're a new believer or you've been a believer for many decades. Take 40 days and invest them in your relationship with Jesus Christ, kind of like a honeymoon period. And what would happen if we raised up a generation of believers who, who had a stronger relationship with Jesus Christ, who loved Jesus more, and, and loving Jesus was their motivation, not obligation, but affection, not, not duty, uh, but devotion. And so what we're seeing is we're already seeing, we just started the 40-day experience, which is a part of my book, um, and we started that at our church on uh, Labor Day weekend, and it's been amazing to see how it's been impacting people. And what we're going to do is, I'm getting ahead of myself, but what we're going to do is um, October 1st, we're going to offer every resource we produce, sermons, lessons, everything for free to anybody who wants them, uh, any other churches who want them. But it, the answer to your question is, I just want to, I just like, I, I realized it's about a relationship, and, and I, as a minister, have missed it. I have, I have offered people plans and challenges that really end up being a lot about work and responsibility. And at the end of the day, I just want people to love Jesus more. So that's, that's, that was basically why I wrote Devoted. Okay, you are so talking our lingo right now. And um, Lisa and I both grew up in Christian homes, went to Christian colleges, um, definitely had the plan that you talk about mm-hmm. in place. And um, it, it's funny because all of a sudden you hit this middle life. Um, of course, I'm only in my 20s. So when I say middle life, it, you know, uh-huh. uh-huh yeah. <laughs> wow. Right, right. Question wow. Question. Yeah. You guys, is this show about truth, or I'm confused? I honesty, integrity. I just I'm lost here. I'm confused. Yeah, that's why we do radio. So you know, you can't see really who we look like. So anyway, when you're now you're in this middle part of your life, and you're looking back, and exactly what you're seeing on just. Do you love me? And and you get to the point where you're going, am I always trying to please God or am I trying to trust God and just let him love me and walk through this with me? And it's really hard if if people aren't there mentally to even get what you're saying right now. Because we we want to and and I know we've shared with you in the past, Aaron, when you were um, with your last book of Eats with Sinners. Where there was one time where Lisa and I, we were with a scal who had formerly been, been an escort and she in the sex industry. And she had said, you know, I felt like I went from a pimp to God and basically calling God her pimp because it was people putting a plan in place for her rather than yeah. just having her go. I just want to be loved by God and trust him. And it's, it's kind of what we've done. We've put God as this, okay, all these things that we have to do for him, and it, your heart's not in the right place. Yep. And I found if your heart's in the right place, it's a great, it's a much better motivator. You know, like, uh, I, I want to, you know, we're already seeing it. We're already seeing meetings begin with uh, the question being asked, okay, well, how's your relationship with Christ, you know, today? Uh, we're, we're seeing people, you know, why, why do you serve in the nursery? Well, there's a need. Uh, kids, you know, I love kids. There's a need. Um, I love Jesus. You know, so what we're seeing already is we're seeing people, we're raising the, 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 the value and the importance of loving Jesus Christ as a, as a, as really the primary motivator for what we, what we do. So let me think about it. You know, Patty, think about it. You know, what is the greatest commandment in the law? Love the Lord your God with all your heart, your soul, your mind, your strength. And I just, that just dawned on me. Like I, I've missed it. I have, I have burdened people, brand new believers and, and, People who believe, been believers for a long time, I burden them with this 
this duty. If you love Jesus, you're going to do this, do this, do this. And, and it's, it's, it's not about doing something. I mean, yes, Jesus did tell Peter, feed my lambs, feed my sheep. But before that, it was about his heart. And so what would happen um, if we, so, you know, if we did, if we just were intentional as, as Christians about our relationship with Jesus Christ and also about, you know, like a honeymoon period, giving brand new believers and people who've been believers a long time, giving them an opportunity to, to fall more in love with Jesus Christ. And listen, you girls, like, man, on, on this program, you guys do relationships. You understand relationships. So it's been interesting, Patty, to see um, that that has been a wonderful blessing um, to be able to – okay, for example, I was talking to a, a woman one time who I know loves Jesus Christ and has, and has produced a lot of fruit. And in talking to her, she said, I just don't know if I love Jesus. I don't know. I don't know if my relationship with Jesus is where it needs to be. And I said, okay, so let's talk about your relationship with your child. And she talked about her relationship with her child and all the things, all the sacrifices, the countless sacrifices she, she makes for her daughter. I said, do you ever sacrifice like that for Jesus? Well, of course. And I said, that counts. Mm. That counts. Like, you understand relationships. It's not that complicated. It's not like, you know, because sometimes we make it so complicated and inter- interacting with Jesus Christ in our relationship, we feel like we have to be on fire for the Lord and baptizing tens of thousands of people and, you know, you know doing all these incredible things. When all, sometimes it's just being with Him. Sometimes it's just loving somebody in His name. Sometimes it's changing a diaper in the nursery. And, and I think that's the beauty of, of that I've at least, that I'm experiencing is that, uh, wow, just, Stop, 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 and just focus on your relationship with Jesus Christ. And, and, and then you, we know how to do relationships. <laughs> Hopefully everybody has at least one healthy relationship. And that, then that becomes kind of a standard. You can say, okay, now are you, how is your relationship with Christ like this, and how is it unlike this? And if it's unlike this, then, then maybe there's some areas you could be praying about. Let God lead you to a deeper place. Mm. Well, Aaron, you know, it's, it's interesting because um, all that you're saying is like the – we focus so much on the doing and not the being. And I know for me, like, um, it, it just even getting interested and, and just talking with people of other faiths and other cultures is that you engage in the conversations. People really do want to know more about Jesus, and they really do respect his teachings, no matter if they think he's just a great man or if he was just a great prophet. And and people in, on the journey with Jesus, it's people have gotten hung up with religion and the church so much, but not with Jesus. And if we just get back to, like you're saying, the simplicity of just falling in love with Jesus, because mm-hmm. Jesus, uh, you know, the way he loved and and we just had a, a our our girlfriend's ministry just did a um, a conference this past weekend, and it's our our women's ministry, um, and we had Bob Goff, and and he, you know, the love does. Oh, and yeah. it's just, you know, it, you're just motivated when you truly understand that love relationship and that personal relationship with Jesus, it makes you, you just want to go do, uh, you want to go love, but it's loving because you're understanding and receiving that personal, um, of just loving Jesus and understanding yeah. how great his love is for us instead of getting hung up in all the other stuff that that's around, around us that we tend to, you know, like you said, the plans and the, and the programs, which you need some of that, but also we just need to get people to just fall in love and see Jesus for who he was and how great his love was. And Aaron, we're going to have to just um, stop here and take a, a quick commercial break. We want to keep coming back and talking about this devotion because this is such a challenge that we all need because it's easy to get stuck in a rut in, in our, in our faith and really 
kind of lose sight of, of why we're doing what we're doing and why we're compelled and how love really does compel us uh, in that love for Jesus. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to return with our special guest, Aaron Chambers, talking about his new book, Devotion. We'll be right back. This is Girlfriended on Togginap. Don't forget to tell your friends to check it out on Girlfriended.com. It's time to discover it, connect it, propel it, Girlfriend it. And we'll be right back with more Girlfriended Radio right after these. We were thriving in a youth ministry when God clearly called us out of our Bible Belt comfort zone to plant a church in California. Stadia's 90-plus percent success rate gave us all the confidence we needed. They also cared for us through amazing support networks to encourage us like Bloom, a -a one-of-a-kind ministry for planters' wives. It's here I find deep friendships with like-minded gals who want to change lives. Stadia brings people and churches together to transform lives and communities through church planting. For more information, go to stadia.cc. Join us every Monday at 10 a.m. Central for the Johnny Rowland News, Guns, and Motorsports Radio Show. With commentary about current events, guns, shooting, and firearms issues, automotive and motorsports features, and special music presentations. Johnny is recognized as an international firearms authority and ballistic engineer, as well as an accomplished and widely recognized automotive designer and longtime TV and radio host. This program draws on Johnny's experience in shooting, motorsports, and as a professional entertainer musician. Don't miss Johnny Roland News, Guns, and Motorsports. Infotainment at its best. Trust us on this one. It's a fun show. Every Monday morning at 10 a.m. Central, right here on the Toginet Radio Network. Welcome back to Girlfriended Radio, a chance for you to let your hair down, curl up with a mug of whatever you love, and have some nice girl talk. It's Girlfriended, the radio show on toginet.com. And now back to the show with your hosts, Patty and Lisa. Welcome back. Joining us now, we have Aaron Chambers, lead minister of Journey Christian Church in Greenlee, Colorado. He's an author, husband of a lovely wife, and father of four kids. Um, and he's he also does a lot of uh, leadership consulting, marriage coaching, and as well, he's an incredible blogger. So make sure you go on to girlfriendit.com to find Aaron, as well as, Aaron, we're going to have you tell all of our listeners where they can find you. But we just left and went on to a commercial break, and we were talking about the book um, Bob Goff just wrote, and we just had him at our conference this weekend. And one of the things he said is we're just talking about letting Jesus just love you and being devoted and going deeper and deeper with Jesus is standing on the edge of yikes is how he calls it. And, and mm-hmm. I love that. When we just get so excited that, um, like you said, it's not the plan, it's not all of the the outline that we have to follow, it's loving Jesus so much that we're just standing on the edge of yikes and ready for him to just 
uh, take us away to see where he's moving and just join him. And um, it, through some some of what you're you're saying here, Aaron, what what tips do you have that you're saying that you're following this this forty days of just having people love Jesus? Okay, yes, I'm glad you asked that because Lisa said something before the break that was really interesting, and I wanted to to jump on it too because it's it's all a part of this. Okay, so. I didn't want to just put a, put another plan out there. So the book is a it's written to be a 40 day experience. And so at the end of the book, I have you know 40 days of experiential kind of things to kind of uh, you know walk through. Um, and what is it interesting is okay. So here's the thing. What's been interesting is as my as my church is going through this because the book just came out um, Labor Day weekend. So as my church is going through this, the thing that has caught me completely off guard is how many conversations I've had with people about the love of God, not necessarily our love for him, which is, which is the big premise of the book, that we have a relationship with Jesus Christ. But how many people are saying, I've, just, I've begun to realize that God loves me. Um, mm-hmm. I, and, and in the book, I tell a story. A few years ago, I was talking with an older woman who is just a wonderful saint of God, and she was in tears, and she, was, she said, how, what can I do to make God love me more? And it just broke my heart because I thought, oh, Oh, he loves you. He can't love you. He can't love you any more than he already does. He loves you so much, and so that's been so interesting. And so one of the things we're we're, we're seeing is as the uh, 40-day experience starts, we focus on waiting, on uh, on listening, and on seeing. And in in what has happened, it's been for me personally, and then for people that that I keep hearing from, it's been God is just revealing His love for us, and that's where it starts. It doesn't start with our love for God. It starts with God's love for us. Our love for God is of no consequence if he, lo- if he doesn't love us. And, and because he loves us, it, 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 it makes everything else matter. And so um, I don't, I, as I think about the 40-day experience and you know, tips, it's really about just unplugging, calming down, quieting your soul, uh, removing distractions, and just letting God speak to you. And what he is saying to people, here, at least here at Journey, is that he's, he's saying, I love you. And uh, it, this is interesting, too. If I think about, like, what we do compared to what we see in the Bible, after Jesus was baptized, um, he, he was led by the Spirit immediately into the wilderness for 40 days. Now, we focus a lot, and we should, on his temptation. Uh, but that's really, those, those temptations are just moments of his 40 days. 40 days is a long time. What he was doing, what he was doing during that period of time is he was led by the Spirit into a period of fasting, which also meant prayer, because that's what you did when you fasted. So here, look, check this out. He's baptized, and he does not start his mission. He's baptized. He does not. Um, we have no evidence that he went to synagogue during that period of time that he paid a tithe. What he did is he just he just let the spirit lead him. Mm. And so what I'm seeing is as people are are being challenged to just let the spirit lead you. Don't sign up for anything. Don't agree to anything unless God leads you to, and just just wait. And listen and see. And wow, I, I would not trade what I've experienced in the past uh, 17 days for anything. And I cannot wait to share it with other people. I think I really do think it's going to raise up a generation of believers who just like get it. They start to get it. It's like, ah, oh, what have I been doing? I've been punching a card when I really should be writing Jesus a love note. You know, it's not about that. You know, it's, you know I should be receiving his love notes to me. I, I don't need to be, you know, showing up for duty. I need to be, you know, just spending time with him and just, just allowing myself to be loved and to fall more in love with Jesus. 
Erin, and these are such, first of all, I can say we love your enthusiasm and your voice. You have such a great radio voice and you're like, the energy is just coming through the the airwaves. So we so appreciate that because you really are living what you're saying and you, and it comes from your heart and it's contagious. And the other thing is, is um, how, when you, when people, because this, what what you're saying really kind of goes against our culture and how we're wired and like to be still. And I know for me, that is my challenge to be still because we are so wired to do and we wear that badge of honor of busyness. So what you're saying is, you know, being still and just receiving from God and loving him and letting him love you. And so many, I know as we talk with women, so, so many of them, I just had a conversation the other day with a gal and, and she's having a hard time seeing that God loves her when she doesn't even love herself. And yeah. so, you know, getting past that, but what are some things that you would how are you challenging your people and what are some comments you're hearing about people, just the discipline of being still? Okay. That, yes, that is so interesting because um, one of the things that we produced is a small group, um, small group studies to go along with, anyway, to go with, to go along with this whole experience. And so, okay, so my small, I'm with a small group of people and we're going through um, the, uh, the second week where you focused on, on listening to Jesus. And one of the disciplines is you have to turn off all your phones, all the technology, and, and sit still for 15 minutes. And the, the, the response has been unanimously, people loved it. And, mm-hmm. they all, and, and unanimously, they thought it was going to be horrible. <laughs> like, like one lady said, uh, she pulled me aside at a football game. She said, I, I was so, like, wanted to punch you in the face. I, I said, I, you were going to make me sit still for 15 minutes. And she said, it flew by. And I heard things that I've never heard before. I heard myself breathing. I heard music. I heard music songs like that. That just started stirring to my mind. I, I I started hearing nature. I you know it was so amazing. So yeah, that has been an incredible um, experience. And I, I hate to say incredible, but it has been to see. because because here's the deal. I talk for a living, and I my voice drowns out so much of what God is trying to say to me. That's what I've learned. That's what I heard on day seven, especially when I, on the 40-day experience on day seven, when I had to be still and be quiet, I, I realized I talk too much. And when I'm talking in, God can't get in a word in edgewise. Hmm. And in a relationship, if you're doing all the talking, if there's not good communication, your relationship is, it, it, it can easily become toxic and dead. Communication is the lifeblood of any healthy relationship. So being still also implies being quiet and listening and waiting. And uh, so, honestly, it has been it has been so cool to just experience in my own life and to hear what other people are experiencing as we, as we just, you know, because we're so busy and we get like addicted to like, you know, at the stoplight, we've got to check our text and, you know, we, we've got to constantly check our email and, and no, it's been so interesting just to, because here's the deal. Like if we did this in our personal, in our marriages, if we, if we, if we treated our spouses like we treat Jesus in our relationships, um, it would be so dysfunctional. If, if, if we treat our spouse like we treat Jesus, I mean to say, it would be so dysfunctional if, if our if our spouses only got our our um, our attention once a week for maybe an hour, if uh, they we only talked to them when we wanted something, if every time they try to talk to us we're looking at our phone, we're checking email, watching TV, playing uh, words with friends, our relationship with our spouse would really really suffer. And so that's been one bit of clarity as well, uh, Patty and Lisa, is that. I've, I've realized, man, my relationship with Jesus Christ, why do I expect it to be great when I, if I do think that would hurt, that I know it hurt an earthly relationship, then I've learned it's going to hurt my relationship with Jesus Christ. 
Mm. Well, Aaron, when you talk about being still, um, it, it's it's funny because I do think that we we're in such a culture where it's so loud, and we all want to be heard, and we all want to have a voice, and so we all want to jump in. And it's an ongoing joke with Lisa and I when we are in a meeting, when we are, are with people that we kick each other underneath the table because we cannot handle silence. And, mm-hmm. and we're used to having that high energy doing radio where you kind of talk over each other to, you know, make sure that there, there's not that radio silence, you know, where you think, oh, no, we've been disconnected. And um, so it's just so funny to hear be still, because if, if we really started having the discipline of that, I can't even imagine, like you said, I, that not only in our relationship with Christ, but even in our relationship with others, that it'll trickle down and we'll actually be listening to what people are saying, like actively listening. So I, I love that, that tip. And, you know, we are not getting enough of you today. So is there a way we can, um, I know you're only here till um, the next commercial break. Can we have you all the way till the end of the hour? Because we have three minutes left till we have a commercial break. Absolutely. Okay, perfect, perfect, perfect. So with that, um, what would be another tip? We have be still, which we're hearing you loud and clear. And I'm with the other gal where I would punch you first, and then I would go ahead and and try that out. Because 15 minutes is a long long time. See, even that, I would go, well, maybe I could be 15 minutes while I'm doing the laundry and just not have any radio or any... (laughs) any noise because we think well three minutes you can get or 15 minutes you can get a lot done during that time so what would be another tip um, i would say um i, I know i'm still comfortable we're still in the early stages of this, this experience so i'm obsessing over some of the basic some of the things that we're dealing with right now we but like I would obsession be, go ahead we, we love yeah. good, good, good. <laughs> i would say uh seeing like just trying to see jesus and how he is touching your life and how he's he's impacting your life i um i don't have much time i have before the break but we just moved into a new house and we don't have all of our technology hooked up and it's been so refreshing and honestly my wife and i are talking about not hooking up um some things like the tv and things just because it's been so interesting but i was sitting the other day actually yesterday morning sitting there um watching my wife um just do her stuff like you know just she was doing something some project and i just i just gloried in watching her just be just looking at her and watching her just be happy and just and, and I thought this is how I want to be with Jesus I want to see him I don't I want to you know when I wake up in the morning see the mountains and say you know oh, Jesus thank you so much and not rush out the door I want to I want to you know see my friends and thank 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 God for my friends and see Jesus in my friendships and see Jesus in the the blessing of work and productive work and see, you know that's the thing seeing and, and as i'm just i'm in this place now where i'm just um i'm just overwhelmed with seeing the love of jesus everywhere and i have been missing it i've been so busy and you know we're all busy but you can just miss it so so another thing would be seeing just taking time to and what i do in the book is i challenge you to pull out a pad of paper and throughout a day just just dedicate that pa- that page or as many pages as possible, to just jotting down the things you see that are like a big I love you from Jesus. Well, Aaron, on that thought, we're going to have to take a quick break. We're going to come back with more tips, and we're glad you're going to join us. We'll be right back with Aaron Tate.
This is Girlfriend on Togginap. Don't forget to tell your friends to check it out on girlfriended.com. It's time to discover it, connect it, propel it, girlfriend it. And we'll be right back with more Girlfriended Radio right after these. My husband and I have always wanted to plant a new church. After 10 years, God finally affirmed that in us. We thought we were on our own. We never imagined that there was an organization that could partner with us. That's when we got connected with Stadia. They have incredible systems in place to support our family, including a network designed specifically for me, the spouse of a church planner. We could have never done it without Stadia. Stadia brings people and churches together to transform lives and communities through church planting. For more information, go to stadia.cc. The WooHoo Radio Network presents the Diva Download with Tracy and Tasha. If you think Diva is all about attitude and drama, think again. The Diva Download is the premier online radio program where girls of all ages, shapes, sizes, and colors get together to redefine what it means to be a diva so that all girls can discover their inner diva and develop a healthy sense of self-worth and self-esteem. Being a true diva means you're diverse, involved, value-driven, and active. That's today's diva. If you want to celebrate the girl in your life through education, encouragement, empowerment, and entertainment, join us every week on Tuesdays from 6 to 7 p.m. Central Standard Time and celebrate the essence of being a girl only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. Welcome back to Girlfriended Radio, a chance for you to let your hair down, curl up with a bug of whatever you love, and have some nice girl talk. It's Girlfriended, the radio show on toginet.com. And now back to the show with your hosts, Patty and Lisa. Well, we are back with Aaron Chambers. And uh, Aaron, you, you just uh, put a book out this month called Devoted. And we, we just recently went into a commercial break and you made a comment about just being just obsessed with uh, getting so overwhelmed with seeing Jesus everywhere and being excited about that. And um, that just inspires. I know it's inspiring Lisa and I, so I know how it, it just has to inspire our listeners out there. But I love your tip about jot down um, just the every time you see a big I love you from, from Jesus. And I, I have to share a story. Lisa and I, we were doing prison ministry, and there was a, a time we were in Texas. And we went into one of the, the maximum security prisons. And they wanted to do like a worship time um, that we were invited to. So as we were sitting on the very front row, there are all of these women that are in their white jumpsuits, you know, like I said, maximum <laughs> security. And they got up on these like bleachers and they started singing this song that literally just raised the roof. And they kept repeating the same thing over and over and over again. And it was, have your way, Lord, have your way, have your way, Lord, have your way. <laughs> and Lisa and I, at one point, we had the biggest smiles on our face because we were like, okay, this, like, it just made you want to cry. But it didn't stop. Like they just kept saying it over and over and over again. And it was one of those like life-changing moments because they were singing just 
straight from their heart and just they so were belting it out. They were belting it out. It was <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, I mean, our hair was moving because we were in the front row, and it was. <laughs> It was wow! So much, and ever since then, we we go back to because on one hand it was almost comical because we we're like, okay, this is the song, have your way, Lord, have your way, have your way, Lord, have your way. Uh-huh. They were just screaming it, and then we thought, okay, if we all just had that much passion, and you just are screaming that out, have your way. So when you said that, it made me think of, of that story, and I I love that where you're just jotting down because. If we're not seeing God moving, then we are really not having that relationship. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I like that's that what you're describing is so much of what this book builds up to. Because it ends with me talking about praising. And I, you know, all the the, the book spans uh, Acts 1 and Acts chapter 2. That's it. Um, and it talks about, you know, we read in Acts 2 about the early Christians and they were devoted to. And we, we read a long list of things to which they were devoted. And one of the things they were devoted to praising. And I, that's the thing. What you just described is it. That's it. That's where I want to get. I want to raise up a generation of people who will stand on their seats and scream out you know, their affection for Jesus, their love for Jesus, their passion for Jesus. And they don't care how many times it takes. They will say it again and again and again. It's like you know, an elf when he's spinning around in the street saying, I love her and I just don't care who knows. And I, it's that thing that, that get to that spot. Now, here's the thing is um, we, we, we share that passion. Let me talk for myself. I share that passion for like the Denver Broncos football for Peyton Manning, for, you know, for Chris, Chris Cream Donuts, for coffee, for NASCAR. I mean, I, I share passion like that for things that don't really matter. And I want to share that passion for Jesus. I want to let, I want to, I want to get my relationship with Jesus Christ to the point where I don't, I love him. I love him. And I don't care who knows. And I'm, that's what you were witnessing. And that is, once you taste that, it is, once you experience that, it's addictive and you, and you just want more. Um, which, yeah. So here's the thing that's so interesting about that too is, uh, in my experience so far with this book, it is one of the most um, one of the things that that has been really um, caught me off guard has been the power of testimonies. And let me back up just a second. The book starts with um, the forty day experience starts with me asking the readers to to share their testimony, to write down their testimony. And in the small group experience, they do the same thing. And what we found, Patty and Lisa, is that has been. That has been that has set the tone for the entire experience is sharing your testimony. I was in a room with men who are you know farmers, uh, professionals, um, not very emotional, and we went through this experience where we shared. I asked them to share when your relationship with Jesus Christ began and how it began, and it, it was unbelievable. Half the men broke down crying, and I, it was the spirit was moving. It was so powerful, and that was not unique. Every time I have been a part of a group that has gone through the testimony part. Um, it has been, you've seen this vulnerability, and what it is, is this, okay? It is going back to that spot. If you're a Christian, going back to that spot where you first fell in love with Jesus Christ and talking about it. It takes you to a place of vulnerability, and it rekindles this passion, and then throughout the experience, my, my goal is that at the end of it, it, it results in unrestricted praise. And it's just like your relationship. If I asked you, Patty and Lisa, to share about, you know, when you fell in love and how your relationship began with your spouse, it, it would take you back to that spot, and you'd get you you'd smile. Your face would get flushed. You would you you go back to that spot where you're you would go back to that part in your heart that is reserved for that for your for your love, for your for your for your one, for your devoted one. And that's the thing is, I want to get people back to that spot, and I want new Christians to 
see the value of maintaining that that moment when they fell in love with Jesus Christ. Mm. And Aaron, don't you think? I'm just listening to you, and I I, um, I so appreciate that you provided like this framework with this 40 days because it's so easy in our faith walk. Those that have been believers for a while, and I'm putting myself there, is to get apathetic and take it for granted, and you lose that that enthusiasm and that personal because life just starts happening around you. And then for others that are going, they don't even know what they're missing. But it's we all need to be reminded of, again, of this incredible love. And then we also need permission. And now you're talking about these men and these farmers. It's like sometimes people around going, can I really do this? Can I really stand here and scream, have your way with, with another, with, in a group? Can I really open myself up and be vulnerable? Can I really allow Jesus to come in and radically change some things? And so what you're doing is you're basically giving people permission and you're mm-hmm. giving them the opportunity and you're giving them, and you're reminding us all, it's like, this is really what matters. And when you get this, and I, I don't know, one of the things that really, really compels me is you look around and, you know, you just, all you need to do is turn on the news for two minutes and you go, where is their hope? You know, it's like, this just seems so hopeless. And you just hear of lives being destroyed and nations being destroyed. And it really does go back to if each one of us just fell in love with Jesus and just really believed in what he can do and will do. It, it'll change everything. So, you know, just from that thing, in, how would you say that you that we can all give other people permission to go to experience this? It, you know, and, and I like your like testimonies are such a great way because you can't refute somebody's story. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, that I, yeah, so to, 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 to answer your question, it's um, I, I have found, and I, and I kind of mentioned this a little earlier, and I don't, I don't want to repeat myself, but I found just telling your story about your relationship with Jesus Christ, and and then um, I've had I've learned I have to kind of some people I've kind of some people are there they get it right away and it's like a you know they're like it's like it's like you know it's like showing them purple and they realize they've been living in a monochromatic world it's like oh I want that I get that but then others like other people are like no all I see is black and white and I don't see you know and so for them I have found it is uh, walk it through the paradigm of their personal relationships the healthy ones. And so, like, if I asked you guys to talk about your spouses and tell me the things you love about them, um, it would change the tone and tenor of our conversation in a significant and meaningful way. And it would be a stewardship. And, and, and people, you know, if you can say, if you can get someone to, to understand, now, our relationship with Jesus Christ, it, 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 it can be walked through the same paradigm. It, it's, um, if you're not spending time with your spouse, it's going to impact your relationship. If you're not... If you're not praising your spouse, it's going to impact your relationship. And when you love someone, you praise them. You know, you believe in them. You sacrifice for them. You enjoy them. You know, just some of the things we talk about in this book. Um, so for me, it's been helpful just kind of put to put skin on our relationship with Jesus Christ by walking it through their home, their living room, uh, a, a relationship that is healthy and meaningful to them. Mm-hmm. Okay, Erin, before um, we end the show, you made a comment, and I, I just want to quote you when I, you know, I got to now put it out there on in the Twitter land. You said, I've been punching a card rather than, do you remember what you said? Oh, it was brilliant, I think. Um, it was awesome. I just, I just moved it up. No, I've been punching a card instead of uh, writing and receiving a love note. You know, uh, writing writing a love note or receiving a love note. It's it's That's what it is. Um my wife, when she, she she is a deep well, and she's she's like Elizabeth on Pride and Prejudice. And I 
and, and so when she gives a compliment, it is, you know, it is treasured. And so when she writes me a note, I treasure it. Mm. And it does not feel like I'm getting a paycheck. It does not feel like I'm, you know, getting a time card. It's, it, and that's what I want with Jesus. I don't want it to show up for work. I want to, I want to, I want to, you know, I want to sit down with him when there's no, no, there's no one else in the whole universe I'd rather be with. And you know what it felt like when you first started dating somebody is, you, you know, you just, you'd stay up all night talking on the phone and you, you didn't want to hang up and, and you'd be at the, at the coffee shop or the restaurant and you just, you, they were closing down around you and you did not want the moment to end. Well, I want to go there with Jesus. And that's what I'm, that's what I'm experiencing. And I want other people to experience that as well. And, and yeah, it's not about, it's not about like a time card. It's not about going to work. You know, it's not about this, this thing, you know, yes, yes, we feed sheep, we feed lambs. We are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to do good works that he prepared in advance for us to do. I get that. But what about love? What is the motivation? The greatest commandment, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Let's not, let's not lose that in the midst of the work. Well, Aaron, those are profound things, and that, this is a great way to, to end our show. And um, we just have less than a couple of minutes. Thank you again for just for your enthusiasm. You, it's been contagious, and just your challenge to to all of us to truly um, just fall in love with God and let Him just that that love relationship and that personal relationship. So, before we end our show, how can our listeners find these resources? Uh, you know, order your book devoted and just learn more about what you're doing. So in, in the, in the last minute, just how can we connect with you? Sure. Can I also give my sizes in case I could get some coal, some clothes sure. and coals or something? You, know what? you can, you can give whatever you want to give. We're so far. Yeah. All right. So no, seriously. Okay. So they, there's a couple, there's three sites I want to give them. Okay. One okay. is my blog and my personal site and it, it connects, it, it connects to everything. It's AaronChambers.com. A R R O N one, a two R's. AaronChambers.com. They can also go to DevotedBook.com and also DevotedDiscipleship.com. And any, any of those sites will, will get them connected. And let me say this, too. Also, we're, we're going to go live. We're testing all this stuff and running through it at our church. And so we're going to go live on the Devoted sites October 1st. But until then, let me give you one more site. If they want to start checking out some of the videos, they can also go to EnjoyTheJourney.us and click on Devoted. Oh, one more, one more, one more. Okay, there's a Facebook page on Devoted, and I'm doing a video. I'll record one here in a few minutes. I'm doing a daily video. It's just about 45 seconds to a minute long each day where I kind of walk through every day with, with, with the readers. And that's another place. That's on, uh, you can find me on Facebook, um, and there's a Devoted book page on Facebook. I think that's it. Perfect. Thank you so much for joining our show. Have a great week. You guys rock. I'll talk to you later. Thank you for being a part of this special program, Girlfriend It, the show dedicated to the most important woman you know, yourself. It's the show 